The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Illuminating God, keeper of the secrets of creation, visit us through the cries of those in need, the unforeseen stranger, and the unexpected guest, so we may be ready for the birth of the Christ child. Be with us in this space and time as we gather to hear your word. Open our hearts to receive your word and our minds to understand it. Amen. The lesson today is from Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. It's all about grace. It's all about flexibility. (laughs) At some point in each of our lives, we have known ourselves to be a displaced people. You have known yourself to be displaced. Oftentimes, when we think of displaced people, we think of those who have been affected by war or those who have been affected by a a natural disaster, forced to leave their homes. And that's certainly true. Those are examples of, of displacement. However, displacement is more than a change in location or a loss of, of a physical home, of, of shelter. It's also about our inner geography, our spirits, our hearts. Have you ever felt out of place or that you just were not in a good place? Or, or like your life had been uprooted? That's a form of displacement. Have you ever felt disconnected in your marriage, in your family, with your friends? That's displacement too. Have you ever felt that your beliefs and your values no longer fit or sustained you? That's displacement. Have you ever felt homeless in your own home? As if you just did not belong there any longer. That's displacement. 
If you're always looking for the next best thing, the next Brene Brown book to fix your life, or if you live in that space of as soon as, as soon as this happens or that changes, all will be well. That's displacement too. The poet Mary Oliver once wrote, I don't want to end up simply having visited this world. It's a powerful line. I don't want to end up simply having visited this world. I hear that. I feel that in my bones. No one wants to simply visit life. No one wants to live as though you're just passing through. We all want to be placed, rooted, and connected in life. I do. So let me ask you this. In what ways are you living as a displaced person today? What parts of your life feel uprooted and disconnected? What are you doing to find your place? To find your connection? Are you doing anything? In today's gospel, John the baptizer, he he implies that the way home, the way of becoming a placed people, is always through the wilderness. There's no way around the wilderness. You can only go through it. Of course, oftentimes when we think of the wilderness, we think of it as an empty and barren and dangerous place. We think of it as a place of of demons, temptations. A place where the best you can hope for is basic survival and a Swiss army knife. And yet, according to Mark's gospel, the wilderness is much more than that. It's more than barrenness. It's more than exile. If you recall, the Spirit drove, the Spirit drove Jesus into the wilderness. And there he was tested, tempted. And there he was also cared for and waited upon. Further, Jesus often went to the wilderness by himself to pray, to encounter God. The wilderness was a place of connection to the divine. It was also a place of rest. If you recall, having, knowing that you've all read a Bible this morning, the wilderness is where Jesus took his disciples, a desolate place to find peace and and renewal. And it's also in the wilderness that Jesus feeds the multitudes. Not just once, but twice. The first time a few hundred people, the second time he upped his game. 
He fed a few thousand people. And so here we see a place of prayer, a place of connection, a place of rest and renewal, a place of feeding. So much more than than a barren place where we only hope to survive. And so it seems, according to John, the wilderness is the place where we begin to become a placed people. And isn't that what we want? Rootedness, connection. And I think that's evidenced in the decision the people of Jerusalem and and the Judean countryside make in today's lesson. They leave the city, they leave their homes, they go to the wilderness. They too are displaced people. They are not, however, displaced because they leave their homes. No, they leave because they already are living displaced. They have the courage to acknowledge it to themselves, that their life is disconnected, that they are uprooted, that there is an absence of meaning where they dwell. And so they make for the wilderness. And I don't know why, in the capacity of there had to be something about John's voice, something about his message. I'm not talking about myself. (laughs) Something about the wilderness that said to them, there is more for you than you have now. There is a place for you, but you will only find it when you leave what is known. You will only find it in the wilderness. We all know the wilderness. We do. Sometimes we land there because of choices other people made. Sometimes we land there because of choices we've made. We all know the wilderness. I know the wilderness very well. (laughs) I've traveled through it many times. I lived in it for the first two years of Stone Village's life. As an abstract idea on paper, slowly became a living reality. I left behind all that I knew, all the comfort and safety and stasis of King Avenue. And I found myself and others displaced. We were homeless, sitting on metal chairs that are very uncomfortable. And we sat in a circle at Global Gallery, surrounded by mannequins in jewelry cases, always ready to do a bit of shopping. <laughs> but always I wondered, week after week, what have I done? Where am I leading these people? What the hell are we doing here? And yet, deep down in my spirit, it was exactly where I and where we needed to be. Of course, I didn't know the future, and that frightened me. It pushed every type one button I have. But I knew I couldn't go back. We couldn't go back. Back to what was known. 
back to what was easy and safe. The promise of new life was in the wilderness. It was in the journey forward. And the courage to walk through the wilderness is shown here today. Every moment in movement in the wilderness is a recalibration of life. Or you could understand it as an act of repentance. Not an act of repentance like turn or burn, but an act of repentance of becoming. Of movement of becoming. From being displaced to being placed. From being a visitor in your life to being a resident of your life. You have to leave behind, though, what is known for the unknown. You have to trust that God's going to meet you there. And the wilderness always holds that promise of the one who is more powerful. And if there is anything displaced people need, it is that one. So often we live with the illusion and the fear that whoever or whatever has caused us to feel displaced or uprooted, well, that is the most powerful thing in our life. We give all of our power away to it. But John says, no, that's not true. You come to the wilderness and you will find the one who is more powerful. Waiting to guide you, to lead you through your journey of becoming. So what would it mean for you to heed the call of John the Baptist? What do you need to leave behind? What comfort is stifling your life's becoming? Do you feel like you're homeless? Why are you permitting yourself to live in that space? What's the wilderness you need to travel through? You know. I'd bet my yellow dog, you know. I wouldn't, but... And if you think you don't know, I tell you to look again. Because you know. You know. We have entered this season of Advent. It's a glorious season. It's a season of anticipation and preparation for the Christ child. And although most people are tempted to believe that the next four weeks are all about getting us to Christmas morning, I tell you it is not. It's actually about preparing us for a new life. A new way of being in the world. I mean, of course, you can decide whether you will stay or you will go. You can decide whether you will continue to be a visitor or a resident in your life. But God is coming. The Christ child is coming. And will you be ready for that day? O come, O come, Emmanuel. Thanks be to God. Amen.